Does what you drive matter? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Doing good? Look at all these faces. This is kind of fun. Anyways, I am Jen of Cells or Jen Cells, and I'm in Denver, Colorado. Um, yeah, that's about that's about who I am. So uh, Jesse asked me to come on here and do a few power huddles. And instead of doing a super serious one today, I thought I would do one that, you know, you see constantly in uh, the, you know, real estate forums, the Facebook pages where all the real estate agents get on and they ask these questions. And I thought it would be fun to address this question. Uh, the question is, does what you drive matter? So if you are on here today and you can jump into the chat box, I'm really kind of curious if you think it matters what you drive when you are selling real estate. See what everybody's got. <laughs> Jessica Lynn says, no. Uh, yeah. Checking it out. Checking it out. Looking at these answers. I think it can. Paula says, I think it can. Kim says she drives a dually, but you know, Kim, you do sell ranches. So do you think that would be expected? Yeah. It can backfire as well. You know what, Jeff? You are absolutely right. I'm just sitting here watching some of these comments roll in and seeing the agents roll into our call today. This is going to be fun. I am waiting to see if Joe jumps on. Joe Seaman may join us from South Carolina. Oh, there I'm, he here. Is, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So what I did is I went through and I called about 50 top producers across the nation. Uh, and anybody who's sold, you know, over 20 million, um, several transactions, I left out the fairy tale cities like, you know, LA. I mean, you can sell one house for 20 million in LA, right? Um, and I kind of focused on the agents who actually sell numerous transactions and do, you know, quite a bit of volume. So <clears throat> I ran across Joe, I called Joe and I said, Hey, Joe, I don't know, this really isn't that serious of a question, but would you have five minutes of your time to talk to me about what you think matters in selling real estate? And so Joe, I know you have to run into an appointment really quick. So I wanted to kind of- I actually rescheduled my appointment because I'd much rather hang out with you awesome real estate people than go to the dermatologist. So going to the dermatologist next week. So okay. good. All right, well, hang out with us. Um, so Joe, will you tell everybody approximately on average how many, I mean, yes, we know last year was terrible, terrible for most of us, right? But on average, how many homes do you sell a year and how many, um, and what approximately your volume is? 
Yeah. So, um, hello everyone. I am Joe Seaman. I'm a real estate agent in the Augusta, Georgia, Aiken, South Carolina market. So I'm dual state. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm in the South and, um, I am going to be celebrating my sixth year in real estate this upcoming March. Um, so not super old into the business, but not a baby in the business anymore. So I'm kind of in that stride of that six to 10 years. So anyways, that is a little bit of background on me. Um, my average year, even though last year was a little bit down, it was still very, very good for us. So last year we sold 175 homes. Um, and the year before that sold 189 homes. And the year before that I sold 209 homes. So on average, right around 200 homes a year. Um, last year we did about 35 million year before was 52 million. So that kind of gives you an, an idea of the production. I do run a small team. I've got six agents on my team, but 90% of the rain is made with yours truly. And so, um, out of those 175 homes, me, myself sold about 140 of those. Um, and then the other, the other agents d divvied up the rest of it. So a little bit of background on me. So Jen, that is kind of my stats and my background. Uh, you know, it, it's even more impressive when you put it that way, because I, we all know the stats in real estate, how many people make it past three years or five years. Uh, and it's pretty staggering number, the amount of agents that don't make it. So to say that you didn't just make it, but you're on the top 1% in the nation, I would say, and you're selling that many homes, um, tell them your price, your price point too. So that's kind of the amazing thing here in what we call the CSRA, which is the Central Savannah River area that encompasses our whole entire kind of 90 mile radius that I sell in. Um, our median price is $280,000. So yeah, that is- imagine? Yeah, <laughs> I, I see your reactions. You're like, what? You gotta sell a lot of houses, but we do, we sell a lot of houses. So that is our median price, but our team's median price is about 350,000. And so, but that's where we all wanna be. We wanna kind of grow the, the the bottom dollar, the bottom line, and not stay in that median price. We want to grow and we want to sell higher priced homes. And that's what our focus has been. Okay. So I called you the other day and we were talking about these cars. And I, I got to tell you, after talking to about 50 agents, I got a huge variety of answers and I got a bunch of different reasons for the answer. And I thought yours was interesting. Um, I, I wish that I could work the chat better to have everybody guess what you drove. But we're just going to go ahead and tell what do you drive? But let, let's just take y'all. Y'all take some guesses. So my um, y'all throw in the chat what y'all think I drive. Um, so my kind of perspective on does it matter what you drive? It depends on what your buyer pool looks like and where you're at. And um, it just all depends on who you're going or your seller pool or whoever, you know. Of course, I don't think any one of us need to drive up in a clunker with the doors mix match, you know, one red door and the whole rest of the car is green. And I don't think we ever need to drive up like that. We are professionals. We are pro real estate professionals. 
handling what a lot of times is the biggest purchase or sale that anybody is ever going to make the biggest financial decision people are going to make and so i do think that it needs to i do think regardless your car needs to be presentable um i'm fixing to take y'all on a court on a tour of mine in just a minute um but i think that you need to be presentable um your car it can have some age on it so i'm not even thinking you need to set, have you know stay in a 2023 or 2024 or whatever year that is you don't have to stay in that year's model car your car can have age on it but if it is presentable clean at least the outside because i'm gonna show you all the inside of mine um your outside at least needs to be clean what people can see but um that's kind of my take on does the car matter and i'll look i'll i'll dive into that a little bit more but anyways i think it's interesting that a lot of people are saying to drive a Honda Accord. Um, let's see, a Tesla. So now we got a Tesla. We got an. We got a interior here. We've got an Accord gas. We've got a Tesla and a Suma. I, I hope I said your name right. Um, she said, <laughs> "If you drive a lowering car, they won't ask for your commission back." <laughs> Cracking me up. Uh, Jennifer Ray. Hey, good morning, Jen. Um, she says it looks like a Porsche and we have a Range Rover, a Cayenne or a Pilot vibes. So these guesses are cracking. <laughs> I love up, the guesses. Though. I love the guesses. Um, I love, love, love the guesses. So fun fact, it is not a Lexus we have in my office. So my brokerage has six office locations around the CSRA and in my office we've got 36 agents and I'm telling y'all at any given time there are a dozen white Lexus out in front of our office because that's what everyone in our area if you're a real estate agent in the CSRA you're going to drive a Lexus or you're not really selling real estate so um but that is not what I drive so I am a very much I'm a car person I love cars um and so, but what I drive, the big question of the hour is actually a Toyota Tundra. So, yep. um, I drive a truck and does it matter that I drive a truck and I'm selling and, and in our market, just keep everything in perspective, like a three to $500,000 house is a, is a, a little bit better house, you know? And then when you get over 500, it's almost considered luxury. Anything over 500 in our market is considered a luxury listing. So, and I drive my Toyota Tundra. It is a 2023, but I put a lot of miles on vehicles every year because if I'm not rolling, we're not making money. So I got this 11 months ago. Um, February will be 12 months and I'm looking at my odometer here and it is 29,460 miles. Um, wow. so I drive a truck, I drive a lot of miles every year. So about 120,000 miles I'll trade. I drove a Dodge Ram before this one. So I'm a truck guy. I drive my truck. So you just know, yeah, like you trust and relate to your people, right? That's right. So the name of the game. Do I think driving a truck matters whenever I'm pulling up to someone's $700,000 listing? Absolutely not. Because as I was 
as I was telling Jen the other day, confidence sells. You yes. could be driving a Honda Accord or I'm looking at a Mazda something, you know, you don't know the names of cars anymore. They call them letters and numbers now. So I have no idea, but I'm looking at a Mazda. I could pull up in that Mazda and know that I'm going to walk out of that listing agreement with papers signed. Right. Confident sales. And I don't think your confidence needs to be tied to what kind of vehicle you drive. No. Um, it it has you. to do with preparation and, right. you know, doing it enough times that you can just walk in and, you know, and know, like, and trust, right? Know, like, and trust. That's right. So. Create that relationship with the client. And that is just the vibe. That is what I put off. So I do have a little, but first I want to take you on a little tour. So the outside of my truck is not clean at the moment because we've had torrential rains this week. Um, so it is dirty, but the inside of my truck is a hot mess. Um, this is pretty much, I've got a stack of papers there, yard signs there. This is not staged by no means. Um, jackets, papers, a bag of stuff, you know, this is my truck. So this is the inside of my truck. Um, so don't feel bad. I do try to clean it out once a week. Um, and sometimes I get to it. Sometimes I don't, but the story that I am, um, going to tell y'all that Jen wants me to get to is, um, I had a listing appointment back in October, not really knowing you know, the property, I did my research, had, you know, a CME box, had all my stuff, like very nice presentation as I do with all listings. Um, I go to the house. Now that particular day, my wife needed to drive my truck. So I am driving her car. She drives a, I'm looking at it. And again, I don't know the number of it, but it's a Mercedes SUV. It's something. GL something. I don't know what it is, but it's a Mercedes SUV. I particularly can't stand driving the car. I hate it. I hate that car. Um, so I try I not to drive it very often. <laughs> so she loves it, and that's all that matters. Mama loves it, and so as mom, long as mama loves it, mama's happy. But I needed to drive her car because she had to use my truck to move something, or I can't remember what it was. But with that being said, I go to this listing appointment. Very upscale couple. They are very, everything is top of the line, top, top, top of the line, everything in their house. Um, have this fantastic backyard, pool with a waterfall and a grotto. And just like when I say for our area, everything was like extremely upscale. So I'm in there. I don't dress up for showings or listings. I'm a blue jeans and a polo type shirt. That's what I've got on today. And so... I'm in my wife's Mercedes going to this listing. That's probably 550-ish, 600, somewhere in there. Luxury in your market. Luxury in our market. But I pull up in her Mercedes. And I go in, um, do my listing appointment, leave without the listing because they were interviewing two other agents behind me. So that was one thing, one precedence that I set was make sure that I'm your first interview um and then let everybody else come behind me and so they did but we had two other presentations behind me well as we're on the front porch they actually complimented my wife's car and by the time i was done they signed my listing agreement and canceled the other two appointments on that yeah 
all because they saw my wife's car. I think I would have had it anyways after the three interviews, but we were on their front stoop. They complimented and they were like, you know what? We think you're our guy. We think that you're our agent and we want to go ahead and just list with you. Um, and we're going to cancel the other appointment. So that's how that came about. So that was the one and only thing that I think that the car actually mattered because I have sold, I was telling Jen the other day, I have sold anywhere from a $5,000 piece of property and I drive my truck on it, you know? Right. And then I've sold all the way up to $1.7 million and I drive my Toyota truck in blue jeans and a polo shirt. So it is absolutely creating that relationship. And if you have that strong relationship and if you have that confidence, I'm going to drive that home, confidence, confidence, confidence that you're going to make the sale or you're going to get the listing, it doesn't matter what you can drive. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for coming on here and sharing your perspective on it. Um, I got a lot of different answers. I'd like to share some of the other ones I got as well and the reasons why some of the top producers drive what they drive. So depending on what market you are in or you are in, I can't talk this morning, um, you can take that knowledge and you can apply it to, you know, your life. I I agree with Joe. I think that if you have the confidence, you can drive, um, somebody used the word hoopty, you can drive a hoopty up to the front door if you have the confidence, if you know what you're doing, you know what you're saying, uh, you can walk in there and you can take that listing, right? Or you can, you know, take that buyer, um, you can meet the buyer at the property and there's not gonna be a problem. But if you're a little bit shaky, right? Sometimes the car might give you the crutch that you need, right? Like who knows? Like everybody's different. So um, I talked to, I want to say Ashley, is Ashley on here this morning? No, she's probably busy. So Ashley in Vegas, I talked to her yesterday or the day before and she drives a Tesla X and she, she focuses a lot on luxury. And so, you know, she's at the million and up range. And she says that to her, it's very important that she drives that Tesla because um, it's a conversation starter and it just keeps the conversation flowing. Um, I talked to a guy named Dotson Skaggs down in uh, my neck of the woods in Parker. And he used to drive a Volvo for when he first started in the business. He drove uh, he drove a, a old model Volvo, and he said he worked really hard to jump up to the next level. But he says he he never drives the like high high end. He always drives a Lexus, and he drives it for purposes of having a luxury car that people think is a luxury car. But it must fit 16 signs because he farms his neighborhood and he does open houses. And then he says that it must get incredible gas mileage because he is constantly driving. He says he puts 25, 30,000 miles a year. I relate to that. I, I mean, I don't know of a year I haven't put 24,000 miles on my car, except for maybe last year. Um, so there's that. Uh, who else did I talk to? Um, oh, Ashley. Back to Ashley. She said that she will not drive a car or buy a car in real estate unless it hits the 6,000 pound mark so that she can write it off. 
Um, a lot of us put our cars in our business name. I don't know if that's going to help anybody. I don't know if you've even thought of that before, but um, we we put it into our business name so that we can write it off. And you can write it off if you're over a certain call your CPA. Don't ask Jen. You know, I always call my CPA and give her a picture of the side of the door panel and say, can I write this off? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's really important because, you know, what you drive can help you offset some, you know, taxes. Um, so I do think that it matters what you drive, but I also think um, after talking to all these different agents, it really matters what you drive in regards to who you're selling, right? So I drive a Bronco and I would say that it's a misstep for me. I used to drive a Porsche Macan or McCann, I call it, a, I used to call it a Porsche Mackin because I was Mackin when I drove it, just kidding. Um, anyways, don't, nobody laughed. Anywho, um, I drove a Porsche Macan and when I would pull up to the listing, I never even had to do my presentations. Maybe it was confidence, I don't know. I never had to do a listing conversation um, uh, appointment. I would walk in, they would sign, and I was done. It was easy. But when I drive my Bronco, I do feel like people don't take me as seriously. So I have to fight a little harder for my listings sometimes. Um, so I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I do too. Never do. Oh, but on that note, there's a team up in Aspen, Colorado. They, Everybody on the team has a two-door black Bronco. It's their brand. And so that's kind of cool, right? Um, we have Alicia Collins up in Wyoming, which she sells like 200 homes plus a year, 250 homes a year. Um, her price point is in the 250s, I would say. Um, she has others that go higher, 400, 500s. And she drives a Ford Ranger. <clears throat> but that's her clientele, right? Um Almost everybody in Denver, almost everybody in the markets like Denver, where the average price point is 700000 almost every single agent I talked to believed that they needed a luxury car. Um, several, several agents said that they, they've lost listings. Um, talked to Lynn Drake. She's at uh, REMAX Masters here in Denver. She's been in business for 47 years. She said when she first got into the business, she um, started selling. She's really, really, really good. She drove an, a late model, like way back when, uh, Mercedes or something like that. And she made all this money and she bought a Camaro. And then she said she couldn't list a house to save her life after she got the Camaro. And so she said, she sold as much as she could and she immediately switched that car back to a another luxury car and she has never looked back since. Um, but her point was, and two or three other agents that I talked to, their point was never have a dirty car because if they walk out to your car and they see, you know, quick trip cups or McDonald's cups or fast food in it, and it's a mess, not like that mess, Joe. <laughs> if they see a dirty mess in your car, they're not going to hire you because they're going to think you're a mess. So 
Let's open it up and let's see what everybody else thinks and see if you got any value from this. Um, if you have any questions, because I did talk to a lot of agents, so maybe I can answer some questions. Anybody got anything? I'll add something. Okay. I've been in the business 20 years and I sell a lot of ranch properties, but I sell a lot of high-end stuff around here too because I'm in central coast of California and there's a lot of luxury here. And and sometimes it's the same luxury home on acreage. But I've sold a couple $2.5 million properties driving a 06 Toyota Wrap, which I still drive. I bought it brand new, took excellent care of it. It looks like it's brand new. And I just go in with my marketing stuff and blow their socks off and away we go. So it hasn't, it hasn't hurt me. I, I think, I think driving a track in a ranch community is a must. Yeah. Right. So both. That's why I have the RAV and then I have the dually. So, but then, you know, some of these luxury thing properties, they like it when I come back in the dually because then I can haul stuff for them. You know what I mean? It's like a dual purpose. <laughs> uh, I see that I have Jeff Skolnick on this call. He's in Denver. And I'm just curious because I know he has a car. <laughs> he has a special car. I'm curious. Have you ever driven? Tell that. Tell everybody what car I'm talking about, Jeff. And uh, then I want to know if you've ever driven it to a listing appointment. I have actually showed homes in my vet. And I have actually gone to listing appointments in the vet. Good comments, bad comments. I have had people say your car is worth more than my condo. And, uh, you know, I just tell people, hey, it's, uh, I've worked hard and I've earned it and I enjoy it. And let's just go have fun and look at stuff. I've never had anybody say anything bad about it. I have several different cars and I never even think about what I drive to an appointment. I believe it's all in the confidence. I don't think your car makes that much of a difference. Yeah. Uh, like you. I mean, I see you all the time. And bottom line is, if you're a confident person when you go out to show or you go out to list, you're going to get the deal. I don't think your car makes that much of a difference. Um, unlike, like Joe says, my car is dirty a lot. It gets, things get dirty real quick out here in Colorado. It snows today, it's nice tomorrow, and uh, the car washers are lined up. But um, yeah, I, I've definitely shown in my vet the bad thing about that is when you get to a dirt road, it kind of sucks. I don't think I'd want to be a dirt road in a Corvette, Jeff. <laughs> but I usually drive an SUV, a Mercedes SUV, when I when I show. Or and I'm, actually, now I'm looking for another vehicle, and I'm probably going to get a truck because a lot of my friends show in trucks. But trucks are pretty nice. I mean, these trucks today are, you know, they're ninety thousand dollar vehicles. I mean, so I don't know why anybody would ever ever say, "Geez, that's not appropriate," or "That's not a." They don't think you're successful because of what you drive. Uh, I don't know. I have had it both ways. I've had it both ways where I've pulled up and I've gotten it immediately. And I've also had it where I was driving for show one week with my buyer. And then I showed up on my Bronco the next week and the buyer looked at me kind of funny. So I don't know. Um, I was on the phone with Jessica Lentz yesterday and she, she said, interestingly enough, she uh, drove a Range Rover. I don't know if she's still on the call. She was on the call a minute ago. She drove a Range Rover and she would get comments sometimes from sellers that would say, make comments about how expensive her car was. And 
she kind of felt like sometimes she didn't get the listing because of it. I think that's what she said to me. And then she said, but the funny thing is, is she sold that and she got a discovery. And um, in fact, the discovery is more expensive than the Range Rover, but nobody ever says anything about her car anymore. So I guess it just kind of depends on your market, right? I'm looking through Jennifer Ray drives a Porsche Cayenne. Some love it, some do not. Oh, our house isn't fancy like your car. Oh, so it's intimidating them. So I think it has a lot to do with your market because I have a 2021 Bronco two-door um, and people love it. Like they love uh, whenever I drive it to, and I don't drive it often, but whenever I do drive it, like because we're not in that typical six, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar home range, we're in the twos. Um, Whenever I pull up in my Bronco, like it's a fun vehicle. It's a fun truck. And um, whenever I pull up in it, like they all gather around it and they're going to comment on it and they're going to talk about it. And so, um, again, I just step out of the Bronco with full of confidence um, that I'm going to get their listing. And that's what gets the listing more than I think what you're what you drop. It's your smile, Joe. <laughs> sure. I think Herb had his hand up. Oh, yeah. You know, the only thing, the only thing I would say is, uh, you know, I like driving what's going to be comfortable for me. So, yeah. But, you know, somehow I've settled into Mercedes. I just love, I, I think I'll always have a Mercedes, but, um, you know, it's about, it's, I'm in the car a lot. So it's my office. So, like, I need a car that's going to be working for me. But another thing that's kind of interesting, I think, is, yeah, it does have a little bit of an impression. I don't really think that all that many people are looking out their window to see what kind of car you drive up in. Um, but um, another piece of it is, I think, and I always kind of question this, I, I try not to go in being too fancy because I think... You know, people just think that real estate agents make too much money, even though they don't understand the costs and the splits and all that kind of stuff. They just know that it's going to cost them 6% to sell their house or 5% to sell their house. And that's a lot of money, especially in Los Angeles, where, you know, you're talking about million, $2 million property on average. So, um, you know, it's... Um, it's one thing that can also kind of work against you, I think. I don't know if it does or not. But, um, uh, you know, I think the only thing that I would be worry, worried about if I was listing my house is the agent that pulls up with the, with the car that's dirty, has dents in it, you know, it's old. Um, that, that says a lot about the agent. Like, maybe they just don't do all that well, you know. So yeah, I was like, that's I an impression. I think you make some great points. I, that was another point that came up when I was talking to all of the agents the other day is that we spend so much time in our car that most agents look for the cars that have the cooled seats, the heated seats, um, that 
you know, they can, the memory seats, everything. Because we, like, like I said, I put about 20, 22,000 to 26,000 on my car every year. Um, so what you drive does matter to me, right? And cleanliness is a big, big deal. Um, you know, what? interesting though, you just made me think of something. Um, way, 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 way back in time, I started business in 1999. Um, there was a man, he was in, I started in a banker ages, eons ago. And there was a man in our office, I cannot remember his name, he was older at the time. He specialized in famous people. And he literally drove the oldest, it was clean, but the oldest car he could drive. And he, he, the reason he did it is he said, because all of the people that I am showing are high profile. So I don't want to be in a really nice car where people look at it. I want to be in a car that nobody's going to notice. There's another twist on the question. So, but I totally agree with you, man. I, I think you can shoot yourself in the foot by having too nice of a car. And I think you can shoot yourself in the foot for having not a nice enough car. So. Right. I mean, I think of, I think of my clients, like most of my clients, I'm noticing that most of my clients are driving Teslas. So, you know, if you just look at what your clients are driving, hey, they'll, they'll love you if you got a Tesla too, right? Yeah. I mean. And the, and the other piece of it too is, um, you know, I think, um, keeping it clean. Like I have a drive through car wash right by my house that it's $40 a month and I can drive through it all I want. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that pass too. And, uh, I need to add my daughter to it because her car is ridiculous. Uh, oh wait, we're not going to get off subject here. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jen, it looks like Paula's got her hand up. Paula, what do you, what do you got to say, girl? Well, I was just going to say, um, kind of feeding off what other people, um, have been talking about. You kind of have to find that, that, that road of what your people are looking for. No, I'm, I've got a grand Jeep, a uh, grand Cherokee Jeep. And it's kind of right perfect for the middle of the road. It's not a truck, but when I pull up, I'm not going to get stuck in the farmyard or in the acreage that I'm showing. Um, and I've got, I can open the back door and I've got boots if I need to be walking through. <laughs> um, don't show up in high heels uh, for a, a lot of my listings just because that's the crowd that I'm with. Um, I would barely probably be able to make it to the door to some of my listings. Not all of them. Um, I've got plenty of in-town listings as well, but... Um, I think it just, it, it matters. Cause I know I had one farm that I uh, went to and they had the person before me drove up in their sports car and almost got stuck. And that made a different perception, um, of that individual than me driving up in my, you know, Jeep. So it, it just, I think it just makes a difference. You have to know who you're talking to and who your client is kind of like Herb said, you, you know, you, you, uh, need to know who your clients are and, and just kind of stay in that area for the most part. I agree. I agree. Totally. Um, gotta have those boots in the car, by the way, especially in 
Colorado and the northern states. You never know what you're going to need. Um, heated steering wheel, Paula. Yes, we need the heating steering, the heated steering wheel. Uh, and then, and I think we need the cooled seats in the summer. But uh, anybody else got anything? Anybody else got some stuff? I mean, if you don't, I'm going to just go back through it. Uh, what you drive matters because maybe you need the write off. So you need to call your CPA, you need to see what the cutoff is, make sure I think it's 6,000 pounds, don't quote me. Um, that's correct. That's a great write-off. Um, cleanliness matters because you never know when they're going to walk out to your car. Um, and you know, you could just be out and about and people can see you, so always keep it clean. Um, and know your market, know your clientele because if you're in farm and ranch, maybe you need a dually. If you're if you're selling a certain price point, match the car to that price point. If you're in LA, you may not even drive. You might just get a, you know, somebody to drive you around. I don't know. I don't know what the market's like. Um, so, I mean, their entry level home is our luxury. So, here in Denver. So, I thought this call was kind of fun today. Did anybody, does everybody like this call or no? Yeah. Yeah, good topic. Yeah. So next week, I don't know. Uh, I think we're gonna do ten ways to lose your license. I'm only gonna cover a few, a few of those. It's gonna be more of a serious subject, and um, then I have some other subjects that I have to throw around to if they want to keep me on here. And um, yeah, I'd love to see you guys come up next week and make sure that you join the Agent Collective. Because there's other people like um, there's other people on other days of the week that have some pretty valuable content as well. Um, and they have a great mastermind um, earlier in the week, every week that you might want to jump on. So it's great to see you guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.